Hello G&Divas, we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. Next Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. And welcome to our weekend release. This is our bonus podcast where we see how much extra content we can fit in. Random things that have been sent in, extra bits from our week, and how our advice went down with you, our G&Divas. But before we get on to that, William has told me he wants to say something. This is in regards to our argument from nine years ago. Dear Jordan... I know I made it seem like what I said was your fault, but it was never your fault. I was lying to myself, and it was easier to blame you than to realise that I was scared and missed what our friendship group used to be. Then I went out and lashed out on Twitter, and I'm sorry. I should have accepted it. I knew what I did, I just didn't want to accept that I did it. It was such a cruel thing to write, and I'm so, so sorry. You mean a lot to me, more than you can know. You never hated me and you always forgave, no matter what I did. Also, those cruel things I said, things that most people wouldn't ever forgive me for, you did. I tried to make excuses, I tried to lie low, cover it up. It was a mistake and I'm sorry that I put you through that. And I'm really sorry that you have to go through the memory of it again now. I hope that you will never make the mistake that I did. I want you to know that when I accepted what I did today, I started crying because I was a horrible person. I did such a horrible thing, and I'm so, so sorry, Brenda. I love you so much, William. Brenda? Oh, it's Jordan. I love you so much, William. That was lovely. Thank well, you. I don't get it. Have you, did you write that yourself? No, it's from perfectapology.com. Oh, you sh... Absolutely. <laughs> did you actually? Yes. <laughs> well, I thought after Tuesday's episode, I thought, marvellous. Uh, we can kill two birds with one stone. That was beautiful. I love the line, I hope you one day never make... Hey, we all make mistakes. It was nine years ago. It doesn't matter. Get over it. Do you think you were in the wrong at all in that instance? No. I can't. I, from what I remember, you'd 
Yeah, okay. I, I did something a bit inappropriate, if that... If, Put me if, in an awkward predicament. If it even happened. But... It did happen! I obviously, You obviously triggered something in me to do that. So do you think you're in the wrong at all? Nine years later. You've changed as a person for the better. In what way? Because, God, people... Okay, I'm going to tell you this now. Oh, God. <laughs> I've opened up Pandora's bearing in mind box. A, <laughs> bearing in mind a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. <laughs> you read out your diaries from back then, from like 2011-12 when we first met. I was a lovely person. But many people used to say to me, he's lovely, <laughs> he'll do anything for you, but oh, don't get on the wrong side of him. Oh, shut up, nobody said that. <laughs> <laughs> Who? Seriously. Lucas... Hattie, Stuart. Yeah, Lucas, fair. (laughs) (laughs) Lucas and I have had our arguments. Did I ever tell you? I'm sure I've told Lucas this. Lucas and I once had... This is my old flatmate, who I love very, very dearly and is a very close friend now, um, and was then at the time, but we're closer now. I'll stop digging. And um, he uh, he and I had such an argument one evening, like literally into like 2am, 3am, and I had that day had Botox... And I don't know if you know about Botox, but basically it doesn't work. Who gets Botox at 21 years old? I wasn't 21, I was like 23. And you... (laughs) Basically, Botox takes a week to set. And you're told within 24 hours not to go jogging, don't do any exercise, or even one person told me even not to have any sex. I mean, at the time that wasn't a problem. And Lucas and I had this (laughs) massive, massive argument. And basically my Botox slipped... And so, for like three weeks, my eyes were even narrower than normal, and my forehead felt so heavy because I had been crying Serious? so much. And it just—I I mean, I was a little bit like Quasimodo. What was the argument over? Do you know what I really can't remember? I mean, Lucas and I, God bless. It. I mean, I hope Lucas doesn't mind me saying this, but Lucas and I used to argue over—I don't know—the color of the sky. Standard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so. Um, yeah, don't get on the wrong side of me, but I think I'm going to own that. I think that's fine. I think that's true with anyone. You be a bitch, mm. I'll be a bitch to you back, and I'll be a better bitch. <laughs> okay. Um, let's just go to a few of the bits of correspondence. Are you ready? Yep. Dear William Jordan and Diego's daddy. Ah! seen that film. After listening to the update on the weekend release a few weeks ago from the jogger with social distancing problems, I decided to use the advice given in my own work life, and it's been a revelation. I work in a customer-facing role, and as you can imagine, some customers are more challenging than others. Last Friday, I encountered one gentleman who told me he'd been vaccinated, so he didn't need to wear a mask or keep two metres away. I immediately thought of Jordan's bellend and... so many have and with my face mask on <laughs> can we can we put a bit of context in here for people that haven't heard no go back and listen and with my face mask on was it was able to deploy a good strong bell end under my breath and boy does it feel so good told you what did i say what did i say there's nothing better i love a good bell end i really do go there again so uh, no, but I do. The, it's one of the best swear words. If someone does something to annoy you, just say under your breath, bellend. Anyway, go on. As a brief 
final thought, given lockdown hair is a thing once again, if you needed to ask one of your help I sexed my boss colleagues to give you a trim, which would you trust to do it? Kind regards, Chris. Oh, uh, Chris, great question. I'm at that stage now where I'm thinking of cutting mine. Um, I'd probably like, well, I'd let you cut my hair, William. Really, would you? Mm. Okay. Ben, who would you trust out of the two of us? Um, well, um, I just kind of like my floppy hair. It's really cool and goes with my East London look and the fact that I drink IPA, so um, <laughs> I, I, I don't want to get it cut. Bye. <laughs> and bye, guys. Um, bye, guys. <laughs> I will say it. I will say. I, I listen back to these and I cringe because we're so horrible to him. We do actually love him. He is sitting we here smiling. I should just say, G and Divas. He's got a lovely yeah. smile when he smiles. Normally, when the episode's mm. over. Um, so, Ben, who would you who would you trust? Go on, t- t- just tell us. Oh, what a diplomatic answer! He trusts himself. Who would you cut yours? Me, Stuart, our exec, or Ben? Uh, oh God. It's like going, do I want to be thrown out of a plane, shot in the face or garroted? Um, I would... I'd probably trust Ben. Really? I, I actually, to be honest, I would trust any of you. I think you'd all do an equally bad job, but I don't think any of you would do, a, like, a terrible job. I do have a small confession to make, actually. Well, not a confession. But, again, I'm very lucky to be where I am. And tomorrow, I'm having my hair cut. What will Princess and well, yes, they're on Barbara they're say. on furlough. Barbara. So um, Princess Anne's barber. Um, so yeah, I'm. There is a salon in my hotel. It's COVID secure. It's legal in this country. I am going to go and have my hair cut. You do look a bit like Dracula at the moment. So thank I you. Don't blame you. That's very kind. We've actually got a bit of a backlog of listeners' questions that um, Ben has allowed me to bring some handwritten letters to Amman. So we thought we'd go uh, through some of them, if that's all right. Oh, OK. Um, this is from Emma, beautiful handwriting Emma. Uh, she thanks us for a very funny podcast. Thank you. My questions to you are about social media. You see, I don't do it. I have a Facebook account and a Twitter account, but I haven't used them for years. I just can't get interested in them. I take photos, so I thought I would try Instagram. But I refer you to the portrait of my Nokia C21 mobile phone. It isn't smart, and I won't talk to Instagram. So do you think I should try harder to be bothered about social media? Yours faithfully, or is it sincerely? I can't remember. Emma. Kiss. It's uh, sincerely, if you put our names on the letter, it's faithfully if you don't know the names of the people you're addressing. Never been prouder. Thank you. Um, honestly, Emma, you're not missing out on much. Seriously, don't worry. Like, if I could, I say that. I, pro- I always say, if I could, I would come off social. Mm. But, I mean, in- yeah. Instagram. I mean, in- you know, I lo- Instagram is probably my favourite of all of them. Twitter, I don't really, but I just retweet people on Twitter now. Occasionally, I'll tweet, but generally, um, if I've got something to say, I'll say it on one of my podcasts. But the with um, with Instagram, I will. I'll scroll, and now, you know, I'm beginning to see loads of paid partnerships just appear on Instagram, people that are, you know, plugging fast food, cleaning products, and it's just like, oh, come on, give it a break. (coughs) 
So, no, you're not missing out on anything. <laughs> I have bills to pay. <laughs> Emma, seriously, you're not. And I always admire people when I go to parties and stuff, and they're like, oh, I'm not on social media. I'm like, good for you. Good for you. Um, Emma's put a PS, and she's asked me in my mm. role as, my, as Viper, the very important personal assistant, um, oh, to yeah, you, you yeah, your little Viper. Um, apparently I'm to ask you, what is your earliest childhood memory? Oh. I don't really know why she's asking that, but... Um, I mean, does it involve a sink? It's funny. No, it's not a sink. I'm not just saying this. It's... A floating poo in the bathtub? No, it's in... When we lived in Berlin, and my mum used to go... You lived in... But you see, you... You are such an enigma, because you just drop into... I mean, you're so weird. When we lived in Berlin... We did! My dad was... Yes, no, I know you did, but I forget that. You're... You... And you say I'm cultured and well-travelled. When... I've never lived anywhere else other than England. So when we lived in Berlin, I, I was... I got asked this recently. Um, my... My mum used to go out to work. Were you live? Can I ask about Berlin? Yeah. Were you East Germany or West Germany? West. We loved it. Which side of the wall? The West side. Right. Duh. Um... So when we, because my dad was my dad was stationed out there, so it was my mum always says it's our best posting. So when we lived in Berlin, I was on the young, but it's one of my first memories. My mum had gone out to work. My dad used to look after us at weekends, and I remember it being really hot because someone was there hot, and all three of us, my dad, our Ryan, and me, were in our boxer shorts eating sandwiches on the settee watching Top Gun. Boxer shorts or lederhosen. Box of shots, watching Top Gun on the telly, and I remember telling it my brother, and he was like, "Yeah, Dad was always on over at the weekend, <laughs> so he used to put Top Gun on, and we just used to all sit on the sofa watching, uh, watching videos." I've never seen Top Gun, but is that a oh, film that you really should be showing to children? Oh, it's a f- oh, it's a fantastic film. Oh, yeah, talk to me, Goose. Talk to us. Oh, honestly, it's an absolutely brilliant film. What's your first memory? Um. Oh. What's my first memory? Did you have a nanny? Did I have a nanny? Um, no. I, I mean, in my head I did, which might explain a couple of things. But no, I didn't, uh, I didn't have a nanny. Um, I don't know what my earliest childhood memory is. Oh, well, it's probably being, I, I, well, my, probably, I was staying with my granny and granddad. Um, my parents were away at a party conference. And I, <laughs> granny said to me, she said... She said, could you go and ask your grandfather if he'd like a glass of wine? So I walked through from the kitchen into the drawing room and I said, yeah, Grandad, would you like a glass of wine? And he said, oh, yes, please, darling. And so I went back to Granny to report this news and I got halfway back to the kitchen and I went, oh, silly me, ran back to Grandfather and went, red or white? <laughs> Is that true? Yes, I can vaguely remember that, but it was a story that my grandmother used to, used to tell. Oh. And I was, I don't know, probably about three or four. I mean, how our childhood... My dad used to... And my, my brother does it with his kids now, and I think it's fantastic that he's passed it on. So my dad used to watch 40 on a Sunday or a Saturday or watch telly, and we'd mm. we'd be his barmen, and we thought we were dead important. And it basically meant we'd go to... We'd take it in turns running to the fridge to get him a, a, a tin of John Smith's front fridge. And he used to go, barman! 
and then we'd run and be like, it's my turn, it's my turn. And we'd like pushing each other out of the way to go to the fridge. And then we used to give it him and he used to go, <clears throat> and we used to open it for him and pour it in a glass. He used to go, thank you, Barman. And we used to think it was ace. And now as I grow up and got older, I just realised it's because he couldn't be asked getting his own cans from the fridge. My older brother does the same thing with his two kids now. He sent me a video, he went, Barman! And they were all giddy and rushing to the fridge to get him a can. Yeah. Well, your, your nephews are quite sweet, so that, that, that will be quite sweet. But should see it when they're cooking. Aunt Hob nearly burnt themselves last week, poor things. They don't do that. <laughs> they don't. <clears throat> Final handwritten letter. This is from Anonymous. Uh, it starts with apologies for the cheap paper. Mm. Dear William and Jordan, I'm so glad the podcast is back for another series. I finally have a dilemma for you. Every time I am texting a certain male friend of mine, within about three messages, we always ending, end up having the same conversation, where one of us is pretending to be a sex worker, and the other one is booking an appointment. And people say I'm kinky. I don't know where this odd tradition came from, but it has made things very awkward when I see him in real life, to the point that we don't actually talk anymore, just have fleeting eye contact. I must clarify that we have never been together or been close to dating. I find him insanely attractive, but I am unsure if he feels the same way about me. How do I break the ice and start a real conversation? Do I mention the raunchy conversations or just pretend they never happened? Eagerly awaiting your advice, Anonymous. Just pretend they never happened. Talking from experience, just pretend they never happened. Oh my God, which of our friends have you had a raunchy conversation with? Just pretending that I'm not. I'm just saying. I've... Well, then why are you going? Oh, oh my god, have you had a raunchy conversation with Ben? No, oh god, no. <laughs> raunchy. Come on, Ben, give me your best. I had chips with mayonnaise for tea. <laughs> Cheers, Ben. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just saying, you know, when you've. I know you've had a drink, you've got a bit carried away on the text, and then you meet up in person, you're like, oh. Have I said. Oh my god. You're going to... I'm going to phone you after this. Not with a friend, just with... You know... Well, with who? Just shut up. Just pretend it never happened. That's what I say. I would... I, I think if they start going down the sex worker... I mean, what am I saying? If they start going down the... You know, they start opening up the conversation into that thing, you've just got to cut it short and go, huh, uh, yeah, let's park that for now. And, and ask them another question. Be bold. Yeah. And if you're re- if you really are friends, they'll they'll go with it, and you'll still be chatting. That would be my advice. Anonymous. Good advice. Never happened. Uh, if you've got a question or story that isn't a dilemma or a problem, this is the place where you can read it out. Drop into our DMs on social media, or send us an email: help at sexofmyboss.com with anything that you want us to share. William. We also love hearing back from the people we offer advice to. So if that's you, please get in touch with producer Ben. It may go into a spam folder. It may get to us. We'll see you next week. 
it. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, G&Divas. We're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. On Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexandmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexandmyboss.com slash cinema.